WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Seventy-three degrees at nine a.m. here on the, here at the uh, big QTH here in Pittsfield, Mass. My coffee had, hasn't kicked in yet. Give me a minute. <laughs> we have we have a, a fairly good show today. Uh, we have James N1PZP who will be here again for the third time, and he's yeah, going to talk about say, third time's a charm. He's going to talk about RRI, and if you want to know what RRI is, Radio Relay International, you have a Stick around to the bottom of the hour. A um, couple of announcements going on here um, for those who haven't been up to speed. We have a p- kicked in K1FFK into the MMRA repeater system. MMRA. Minuteman repeater system in, e- in East Massachusetts. There you go. Uh, we ran some tests. We actually, on um, Sunday and Monday, we actually hooked it up to the repeater system. And everything worked good. Um, it's just we have to sort of, it's if somebody was giving out traffic and the, the link kind of dropped because on the east side of, of the state, they're not really catch up on our 86 second timeout timer. So we're working on okay, that. So if you want to join in on uh, the MMRA system, uh. when we hook up, the, hook up the repeater, we're on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 p.m. And yeah, what? The Miniman repeater hooked up to it. You did a first region net on it. No, no, first region net's on HF. Well, yeah, didn't you guys do the first region net on it? No. First region that's on. Oh eight. no, it's what the heavy no, it's a heavy hitter. Wait, right, which net. is MMRA, which is a heavy hitter's Nobody traffic net. net. Heavy hitter's traffic net at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's uh. So you can get us a comment from somebody going. That, we're a repeater killer. That's where we're at. that's where we're at. Um, yeah, we're on, on Saturday, um, on this Saturday coming up at 3 p.m. on the K1 FFK, we're going to have a training session for NTS. So if anybody wants to learn to take traffic, anybody wants to learn to receive traffic and deliver traffic, um, send me an email, kd2jkv at arrl.net, and I'll send you the links to the um, things we're going to use, the learning aids we're going to use um, during that training, and that'll be on K1FFK at 3 p.m. Cool. Um, this Saturday. What, you want to put your want to put your weekly plea out for the Berkshire Humane Society? Don't look at me like that. It's a live show. You gotta do your thing. My weekly plea is for people that have the money that can donate. Please go ahead and donate to the Berkshire Humane Society. 
it can, you know, you can do uh, money donation, um, but they're mostly looking for food donations. Um, and it's not only for the dogs and cats that are looking for help. It's also the small animals that are looking for help. Um, mostly they are looking for um, plain pellet foods. You would mostly get those like Oxbow brand or something like that where they're just plain simple pellets for guinea pigs and rabbits. Please get the cat litter as my mother is gesturing. They look for cat litter and one that's one of their big donations is cat litter. Bird food? Bird food because they get requests for birds and coarse hay and bedding. I mean, they got enough hamster food. If anybody has a pet hamster that needs food, just let them know. Like, hey, I got a pet hamster and I, I can't get food. They have hamster food. At least, at least last time, went ahead and called in and checked to see how the donations were doing. But yeah, one of them that they're mostly they're looking for is cat food. They're looking for small animal food, and they're looking for exotic animal foods. So, well, cat litter. So, if you can, please help. If you're looking for their help, um, also same thing. Both thing, both things. If you want to donate, or if you're looking for help. Call them at 413-447-7878. Let them know either you're donating to the Pet Food Pantry or you want to become part of the Pet Food Pantry. The Pet Food Pantry is good for six months. And this is even after the pandemic. They will still go ahead and help you. They will look over your finances. And they will go ahead and, and let you know about the pet food pantry and you're part of it and you can go once a month to your pet food pantry. You tell me you heard it here on Ham On. You tell me you heard it here on Ham On. And, it is, and you can drive up to there and they do curbside delivery. Curbside pickups. Curbside pickups. So there you go. There you go. Um, we're two weeks away from a special Ham On which we, for our section picnic. Uh, we will be broadcasting live from two to four, um, from, from from the picnic, we're gonna have you know some music. We're gonna talk to some people, have some quick interviews, and, and just have some fun. So tune in here, WTBR FM, July 18th at 2 p.m. for our, our section picnic. And if you wanna hear a song, we will do requests, um, dedications, whatever. Nothing with curse words in it, guys. Nothing with curse words in it. Drop me an email at kd2jkv at arrl.net. Um, this is kind of a, you know, a couple of weeks ago, K1FFK had a rescue. So now the Maritime Mobile Service um, had a rescue. So the Maritime Mobile Service net on 14.300 megahertz came to the assistance of a sailing vessel on June 25th. MMSN control operator Stephen Carpenter, K9UA, took a call on 20 meters from Ian Cummings, KB4SG, the skipper of the Mystic Lady, then some 40 miles east of Florida. Cummings reported that his engine had failed and he was attempting to return to his home port of Stewart, Florida. He had not only insufficient wind, but a strong current was carrying the vessel out to sea. 
Cummings had been unable to reach any station via his VHF marine radio since he was too far from the coast. Assisting in the call was Robert Weinoff, K5HUT, also on MMSNNet, control operator. Cummings said his vessel with one passenger on board was drifting northwest toward the South Carolina coast. A major concern was that the vessel was heading directly towards a lee shore. The, MS, the MMSN reported lee shores are shallow, dangerous areas which are a hazard to watercraft. Vessels could be, be pushed into shallow area by the wind, possibly running around and breaking up. Carpenter contacted Cummings' family, who already called the Sea Tow Marine Towing Service. Sea Tow advised Carpenter to tell the captain to head closer to the shore by sailing west. If possible, Carpenter told Cummings that if he was unable to get nearer to the shore, he would notify the U.S. Coast Guard which was already monitoring the situation. As the MMSN reported, the mystic lady was able to make some headway, but it was very slow. Members of the MSN, MMSN made additional calls via landline land to the captain's family as to the ongoing status of those on board. The family was concerned but relieved that the communication was established and that all were well. Several hours later, the captain advised that the wind had picked up allowing him to head closely enough to the shore for Seato to reach the vessel and take it back to port. The Pacific Seafarer's Net, which monitors 14300 MHz from the west coast after the MNSN secures at 0200 UTC, kept in touch with the Mystic Lady into the night while it was under tow. The tired, grateful captain later messaged the net a million thanks to everyone last night who helped us rescue who helped rescue us on 14.300. Everyone chipped in as we drifted north in the Gulf Stream 60 miles headed to a lee shore. The MMSN, Net Control, and several others stayed with us for hours, phoned people, and were immensely helpful. The situation on board was dangerous. We are now safely under tow home. You folks are amazing. In operation since 1968, the MMSN monitors 14.300 megahertz, 70 hours a week to assist vessels and others in need of assistance. Thanks to MMSN net manager Jeff Savasta, KB4JKL. What have you got? Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Wow. Maritime cool. rescue. Awesome. Nice. And that can go wrong. That can go wrong when you're boating. I'm surprised they were able to uh, help them with that. <clears throat> Annual came KPH Night of Nights has been canceled. The Maritime Radio Historical Society. Hey, there we go. Hey, it's a segue in. There you go. It's a segue. Yay. And the National Park Service have announced that the annual K, uh, KPH Night of Nights has been canceled due to COVID-19 precautions. What else has been... What hasn't been canceled by this? I mean, seriously. We had our fireworks canceled because of this. Ugh. Then, this would have been the 21st such event which, commemorate, which commem commemorates what is believed to be the last commercial Mars transmission in the U.S. Ooh, 
ouchies. While K while KPHKFS and K6KPH will not be on the air for night of nine night of nine uh, twenty one. Maritime Radio Historical Society members will be active from home. Oh, it's cool, so they're doing it from home one. Members will use, members will use their own call signs on the usual case, <coughs> K6K PH frequencies, so Kilo 6, Kilo... Papa Hotel frequencies. Yay! Yay! I did fanatics. Yay. I'm not even a ham, and I know fanatics because I'm because I live with two hams. She gets a cookie later. Yay! I want my cookie now. No cookies Fre on the air. Dang it. Fre uh, frequencies of uh, 35, 50, 50 and 14 and 14 kilohertz starting at 001 UTC uh, July 13th the evening of July 12th in North America time zone so if you live in North America it'll be the 12th uh, anywhere else 13th uh, and we'll send an item 9's opening message traditionally transmitted via KPH. They, uh, they will then stand, stand by for calls or will call CQ non or CQ night of nights. Listen for W for Whiskey Bravo Six Ocean Victor Victor. <coughs> Listen uh, also November Six Bravo Bravo Foxtrot uh, Whiskey Bravo Six Uniform Zulu X Ray Alpha Alpha Seven Alpha Alpha Six One India Foxtrot. November 6, Alpha Delta, and Whiskey 6, Alpha Whiskey Ocean, and possibly others. Yay, there we go. It makes it a whole lot easier doing, doing the phonetics. So that way nobody can, you know, mistake a D for an E like me with my little fun hearing loss. Yeah, that's fun. 73 degrees in Pittsfield, Mass. A very yeah. soupy, soupy day. <coughs> Possible yeah, showers thanks. and thunderstorms today, so if you're out on the road, just be careful. Uh, um, it is 9.15 here at, at WTBR-FM. I already uh, filled my little snowman mug. 11-year-old passes a Morris test. Morris Code received a boost from the youngest generation on the 24th of June 2020 when 11-year-old Ryan Morrison from Still, Oregon, Colorado, Dublin, Dublin took and passed his Morris Code test. Conducted, wow. Conducting the test were IRTS Chief Morris, Tester Dave Moore, EI4BZ, and Jerry Cahill, EI6BT. 
Ryan was delighted to pass the Morris test after practicing for five months at 20 minutes per day. Ryan is looking forward to, sit, to sitting the radio theory test on July 25th in the Madrid Don't you Hotel. Know, like um, Talagate and know, like a certain. We wish him very, we wish him very success. What's your malfunction you now? Like certain, just so many words a minute to pass that test. Holy crap! Well, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you don't need Morris code anymore, but some people still take it. You do it as a hobby. You, you got anything else for us here at nine sixteen in the morning? Um. Yeah, we're looking. July July seventh, they hosted the um the thirteen colonies. There you go. Which was on all um all HF bands. It was done on CW, it was done on, uh, CW, single side band, RTTY, I'm guessing, ready? Ready, RTTY. What is, what well, ready is old teletype, um, pretty much, back in the day when teletype was a thing. Um, they did it on digital, they did it on Winlink, they did it on that. I don't know how you do the 13 colonies on Winlink. <laughs> Winlink is a, he's a... Email uh, email system oh. for HF. They did they did all they did all modes and. If anybody knows how you do thirteen colonies, anybody who did the thirteen colonies things or knows how it was done on Winlink, drop me an email kd two a kd two jkv at net. I want I want to know. They did it on the W arc band. I could put that except for sixty meters. They did it on the WR bands, except for 60 meters, so whatever W. Yeah, but just to do it on Winlink is, is, is kind of impressive. Uh, Simplex was on 2 meters and 6 meters, which was very encouraged. So, um, Southeast Stations of the East Coast, of the East Coast um, which was very, very close to one another, it made it kind of e it made it kind of easy but any other one for the distance they use um 40 to 160 meters to do it so basically anybody that lived in the anybody that lives in the original 13 colony states wanted and um participated so it wasn't it wasn't um a non-profit event obviously and they got a cute little certificate. I still want to know how he did on Winlink. There's a certificate. We can't we can't see it on the radio, but there's a certificate. Impressive. Almost impressive. Uh, New York, Virginia, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, Georgia, Massachusetts, New Jersey, North Carolina. New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, there the, we go. The original three. And guess what? The it's, original 13 wait, colonies. Wait for it. Wait for it. Space weather. Oh, holy shnikes. Space weather. Are we, ra shnikes. Are we ready for space, space weather? weather? Uh, the, 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 no sunspots were observed since June Aww. 15th. 
Yeah, I told you. When his daily sunspot numbers was 11. This does not mean that there were 11 sunspots seen. But instead, it means that one sunspot group was observed containing one sunspot. The sunspot number is derived by assigning 10 points for each sunspot group and one point for each sunspot. So 11 is the minimum <coughs> non-zero sunspot number. Y'all got that? Because uh, I don't know, I'm reading it. On June 8th, the daily sunspot number was 17, indicating seven sunspots in one group. If the seven sunspot, if these seven sunspots had been in two groups, the sunspot number would be reported at 27. Does anybody even understand this stuff? Last week's bulletin, ARLPO25. I guess they go by how many sunspots are supposed to be in the group. Well, if there's no sunspots, how do you know which sunspots are in the group? I don't. See, that's a discussion know. All, all in itself. Reported average. We need daily. somebody that knows. knows we how need to, somebody how to on the show. Space weather. Yeah, we need somebody on the show that knows how to translate space weather. If anybody is good at translating space weather, kd2jkb at arrl.net, and I will get you maybe, on the show to talk about can, it. Maybe you can ask the the, the lady that, that does the space weather forecast. Maybe to, yeah, maybe I can get her on the show. To show up and educate us on what is space weather. This week, that number dropped to zero. Average daily solar flux declined from 7.0 to 67.7. The sun has gone quiet again, as spaceweather.com reported this week. Geometric indicators are still quiet, but the average planetary A index rose from 3.9 to 4.6, and the average middle latitude A index rose from 4.9 to 5.6. These values are insignificant. Predicted solar flux for the next 45 days is 69, 69 on June 26, though June 3rd, 70 on July 4th through 12th, 68 on July 13th through 25th, 70 on July 26th through August 8th, and 68 on August 9th. Predicted planetary A index is 5 on June 26th. 8 on June 27th, 5 on June 28th, through July 3rd, and 8, 5, 8, and 8 on July 41st, through August 3rd, and 5 on August 4th, 9th. I have no idea what I'm talking about, so we'll, we'll end right there, because I haven't got a clue. You haven't got a clue. Oh, we need to get somebody on the show that can, like, decipher yes, space I weather know. for us. I know. We need somebody from, like, spaceweather.com so, or something I, like Yeah, that. if we got somebody from spaceweather.com that listens to the podcast or if we have somebody locally that knows what's going on with the space weather and can decipher all that information, uh, please let us know. Also, um, let us know what you think about the connection um, that we have um, between uh, K1FFK and the Minuteman Repeater Network in Eastern Mass. Um, we have uh, it comes on. We actually turn we actually turn it on sometimes <laughs> during the one and four thirty net. But um, at ten o'clock, I know they're doing testing for a couple of days. Yeah, at ten o'clock. If you're not doing anything on Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday, Sunday. Friday and Sunday at 10 p.m. Join us on K1FFK, and to, and you can hear what's going on on the Minuteman Repeater Network. It's a 
we're, we're hoping and, and we're thinking it's working out well as we connect the entire state of Massachusetts and some of eastern New York into uh, this uh, network. So not bad, some, some, some nice stuff going on here. Um, of course, the picnic's going on July 18th, weather permitting it. 2 p.m. we'll be broadcasting live here on WTBR-FM if there's a... Uh, Even if weather permitting, we have a tent. Yeah, well, yeah, we have a tent. Shout out if, you, if there's anything you want to hear. <coughs> as far as music, we'll probably crank up some of the Beatles stuff. Yes, and it must be PG. And it must be PG. We'll probably crank up some of the Beatles stuff and, and some of the stuff that we don't get to play because of the Beatles show. Uh, KD2JKV at ARRL dot net or dot net yeah right yes uh kd2jkv at gmail.com what are you looking at it's your email address you should know i i should you're right i should know uh, but i don't i love you and all that is holy but you should know your own email address darn it Members of the Military Auxiliary Radio System Mars will be conducting and under the bus he goes. We'll be uh, will conduct on HF skills exercise July 20th through the 24th to hone their operating skills and messaging handle capabilities. Mars members will be reaching that. out to the amateur radio community via the six meter, 60 meter channel one net 5330.5 kilohertz twice a day. <clears throat> the Saturn HF net 14.265 megahertz, and by conducting various stations via HF link, throughout the exercise, Mars members will be requesting assistance with collecting county status information, as well as airport weather information called METARS. Mars members will also be passing ICS 213 messages to numerous Department of Defense, federal, and amateur radio addresses. This exercise will be announced via WWV at 0010 and WWVH at 0050. Starting on or about July 13th, WWV and WWVH listeners will be asked to take an online listener survey. This HF radio training event will not impact regular communications, thanks to Paul. English Chief Army Mars. Okay, it's 9:26. We're gonna go to the com go to the break, Yay. and then we're gonna have James N1PZP, who's gonna be talking about RRI among other things. So we will be right as like squawks in the background. The competition has taken notice. Oh my God! Good luck keeping up with us, <laughs> amateurs. 89.7 WTBR. Goodwill Industries of the Berkshires and Southern Vermont runs comprehensive, nationally certified retail or custodial training programs that include soft skills certification, job readiness skills coaching, suit yourself, and certification award ceremony. Looking for a job? Looking for training to get a job? Goodwill can help. You can contact Goodwill at 413-442-0061 or go to our website at www.goodwill-berkshires.com. Hello, my name is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. As you know, decisions we make every day can affect us for the rest of our lives. What you may not realize is that you are 23% more likely to be involved in a collision while you are texting and driving. That means texting and driving makes you 23 times more likely to cause a crash. 
Every day in the United States, nine people are killed and more than a thousand are injured as a result of a crash caused by a distracted driver. Remember, put down the phone and arrive alive. Don't text and drive. This message is brought to you by the Pittsburgh Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we're helping to stop food waste. Save the food. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. The resistance is dead. The war is over. And when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. The war just beginning and I will not be the last Jedi and welcome back to him on I'm not even going to say the last name but returning with us via the phone or Skype or whatever is James N1PZP welcome back and I guess you're now you're in New Hampshire now I think I'm. I think I'm now the only person. This is the my fourth time, right? Or is this my third time? I've lost track, but I think I'm an exclusive club all of my own. You, nope, you are in the club with Rhea, Jermaine. Oh, that yeah, she's Rhea's, three times. Rhea's. You're three times. So yeah, that's right. Very exclusive. Um, so we wanted to talk about because everybody knows about the national traffic system and the ARRL stuff. Um, you actually are in another traffic system. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Well, first of all, I want to say good afternoon and uh, thanks for the privilege and the honor of being on your show. And thanks for uh, allowing me to work with you every day. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, And because you're a Beatles fan, of course, you know, I really like you even more than I would even if you weren't a Beatles fan. So you've got like everything going in my book, you know? <laughs> so thank you for the yeah. opportunity. Hope, uh, wait to work. Hope you're well. you, you haven't worked with me that much. Wait till, wait till we get sticky and, and, and never mind. But yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> hope you're well and hope Miss Jesse as well. And uh, Susie and everybody else in your, uh, in your clan is, is all doing healthy and well. Um, yes, uh, I am a member of Radio Relay International, which, uh, let's, uh, how can I say this nicely? They, they discovered that the ARRL, which I'm a member of and which I love, um, I have no problem with the ARRL, but the uh, people who started Radio Relay International discovered that ARRL was kind of dropping the ball a little bit uh, on traffic handling and decided that before it was gone for good, which is, is happening all around us, not just in the ham radio world, but in the radio, in the world in general, older things aren't being kept alive. And they figured uh, they better do something to keep traffic handling alive. And uh, they've got to, together with other people who felt the same way and quickly uh, uh, two or three people became 10 or 15 people and um, they started uh, putting together an organization and, and a board of directors and that kind of stuff. And they found out about me and how much I love traffic handling. And 
I guess uh, maybe being disabled and having a lot of uh, free time and uh, being somewhat of a little bit of a paperwork nerd, I guess they figured that I would be in a, a perfect addition. And they asked me if I was interested in not only being a board of director, but um, being the national statistician for the organization. And uh, looking for something to do with myself, I jumped in uh, like I always do. Uh, I never do something uh, partially. I seem to get, I seem to completely jump in and get buried and, and lost inside the project. And uh, so I think for three years now, two or three years, I've lost track. Uh, I've been a board of director as well as the national statistician and uh, love every minute of it. And, and just, and, and, yeah, and so, that, that would so, be know. my co, that would be my co-host. Once he gets into something, he, he goes in all in and keeps going until he gets buried. Under the bus again. <laughs> what does I say? Yeah, um, James and Kate, for, under for, the bus. for those who haven't checked in and don't know what's going on on K1FFK, We'll put this out again that we did hook it up to the Echo Link, and we are actually Sunday. It's going to be a test to connect K1FFK to the Minuteman Repeater Network in East Mass. James, who has been texting me since November, going, "When's Echo Link coming up? When's Echo Link coming up? When's Echo Link coming up?" <laughs> now does Monday through Friday, um, the 4:30 net on K1FFK, which takes a lot of heat off me because he does more nets than I do, and, and, and you can always catch him, except for this past Wednesday, Wednesday NCS for the heavy hitters, traffic net, but I like to joke with him. His power went out, so I took over the net. Um, let's back to what we were doing. How? Do, what does RRI do in comparison to our national traffic system or what or how is you know what's the differences between what you guys do at RRI and what I do and Marsha does and everybody else does at, at NTS well um, hats off to what you've done and what Dave uh, W1TTT and uh, everybody who's uh, been working behind the scenes to bring the echo link back that's a great thing uh, and especially all that Joe uh, W1HAI is doing to uh, to uh, facilitate the um, HHTN and the Minuteman Repeater Association and everything. Uh, when you take two great organizations and blend them together, uh, great things are definitely going to come for sure. And um, you know I'm a net control station uh, on the HHTN, and now uh, I really appreciate being a net control station on uh, on your net. RRI basically doesn't do anything drastically different than what the ARRL does. We basically kind of came in with the idea that somebody needs to make sure that things keep going. Um, you know, you hear a lot of people say, you know, well, what do I need the national traffic system for when I can call on my phone or I can send email and it will get there faster or I can even send a text message? Well, you know, it's kind of like a typewriter. The, the, the national traffic system is kind of like a typewriter. Nobody needs one nowadays, but when the world comes crashing down, those who have a typewriter and know how to use one might be in a much better spot than someone who doesn't. So what RRI did was they said, we need to make sure that traffic handling is continuing and uh, basically just kind of stepped in and started uh, promoting themselves to people who 
were obviously AWRL NTS people and said, you know, we're not trying to take over. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're really not trying to do anything crazy. We just want to make sure that it keeps going. And would you be willing to work with us? And um, that's basically where we're at. You know, we're, we're, we're just trying to work with the NTS AWRL staff and make sure that something gets taken over. Um, the AWRL has to wear many hats, and I don't know how they do it. My hat's off to them. Uh, I know a lot of people who are in high positions in the AWRL, and they do an amazing job. But um, I think even they have come to the conclusion that they need a little bit of help. Uh, they've branched out, you know, some of their other programs to other people and, uh, and you know, have kept a finger in it, of course. And uh, these things are working quite well. And that's what we want to do is, is, is work with them, not against them or, you know, take over them or whatever. That, that's not our, our goal at all. So, so, so to put you on the spot, and because my listeners of who they are, um, my podcast, nationwide, worldwide, whatever, there's going to be listeners out there, especially on WTBR, is going to say, all right, we have an NTS. We have a way to do traffic. It's been going so good for many, many years. Why do we need, an, why do we need another entity that's doing the same thing that's already been proven? Well, if you look in the uh, QST magazine, how much do you see about traffic handling? Not much. If you look in, uh, I collect AWRL material, and if you look in handbooks, uh, the the yearly handbook that comes out doesn't even have anything about traffic handling. So it's they've they've kind of stopped promoting it, stopped advocating it, um, and, and and have kind of let it go. So we came out with um, a newsletter. We have a quarterly newsletter. Uh, it's about 30 pages long. About 90% of it is geared towards traffic handling. And then, um, you know, there's some nostalgic stories about ham radio or ham radio operators or, you know, classic radios or stuff like that. So about 90% of the the uh, 30 some odd pages are devoted to traffic handling. We have a website which is completely dedicated to traffic handling. Um we are running the uh, digital traffic network, which passes hundreds, if not thousands of pieces of traffic uh, every month. Uh, we have three, we, we've divided the country into three sections, the Western, Central, and Eastern. And we have a manager for each section and we have a digital traffic manager for each section. And um, the only part of the country that is still holding on to the NTS is the eastern section. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, being so close to Newington, Connecticut, obviously. But the uh, western and the central are completely RRI. Um, if you look on our website, we have a, a uh, directory of all traffic nets throughout the country. And... Um, we're just we're, we're making sure it doesn't go away. We, we want to make sure that traffic handling stays a viable, uh, integral part of ham radio. I know you've been busy. I, I had Rhea was back on the show um, a few weeks ago, and I hate to be the stickler that I am, but she put out that the ARRL hired somebody who's going to take care of Aries, get Aries Connect 
up and running. And then when Aries Connect is up and running, they are totally going to revamp the national traffic system. So, according to Rhea, ARRL is back, getting back deep into dealing with NTS. How's that going to affect you guys if the ARRL now is back revamping the NTS? Well, I, I know some stuff that I, I can't share at this time, but um, uh, there is going to be, there, there is a lot going on right now behind the scenes, and um, some great things are going to come out of it. I guess I have to leave it at that. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's a great time to be a traffic handler because there's going to be some, the, the best is yet to come. There's going to be some some great um great teamwork and some great dedication put back into the national traffic system. And uh, hopefully I, I've been told I'm going to be a large part of that. So hopefully that's true. Um, I love passing traffic. It's my, uh, it's one of my ways that I can make my way known throughout the country and the world. Cause I'm only a technician. So I, uh, I've gotten radiograms from Spain and Morocco and Germany and all that kind of stuff. And I've met some really amazing hams that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't through radiograms and the national traffic system. And uh, as you know, I started a little test where I'm trying to get a radiogram from every grid square in the country. There are 488. And last time I checked, which was about three weeks ago, uh, I have 88 out of the 488. And I'm trying to get a radiogram from every state. And uh, I can't remember where I am on that, but uh, I could always use some help uh, getting that complete. So it's a nice little way for me to, uh, to get out. Uh, when I, if I ever do become a general, look out. Because um, if, if I'm not on enough nets already, which uh, last month I checked into 188 traffic nets, if I'm not on enough already, when I become a general, if I ever do, um, my wife will probably never see me, which will really make her happy because uh, um, we we need our separate time, just like every other couple, I guess. So, so uh, I'll be I'll be on all day long. So, yeah, first region net, look out. <laughs> um, we had this talk <laughs> off air. We've been talking about this for a while, but last week I debated digital. Um, modes. Um, we talked about this, I think, yesterday or the day before yesterday, um, about Echolink. Now, in QST, in this month's QST in June, there is a write up about Echolink. And we've talked about it, and there's some people in, we're not going to name names or call signs, but some people in your circles who really don't like the fact that we're using Echolink to pass traffic. And on my end, my section traffic manager, Marsha Ford, KW1U, will send me traffic any means necessary. If she can't get me on HF, on FRN, because she's in she Concord. Facebook Messenger. She's, she's in Concord and I'm in Pittsfield. She'll go, you know, before we had the Echo Link put up, she'd send me over Facebook Messenger, but now we got the Echo Link up. And you've taken effect. Was uh, this is Wednesday morning, so s Friday, Thursday, last Thursday, you took well, about four pieces of traffic from Marsha on Echolink. 
I've taken traffic on Marsha, from Marsha on Echolink. The gen, what is the general synopsis? Because I know you do a lot of that. You probably talk to more people than I do. Um, what is the synopsis in your world about using Echolink to pass traffic? I agree with you, Peter. Um, and I agree with the... But any any means, any mode, you know, if, if it's got to get through and I could afford an airplane, I'd probably put a message on the back of an airplane if I had to get it through to somebody. So whether it's DMR, D-Star, C4, FM, HF, two meter tin can uh, or, you know, scrolling it on a, on the uh, Times Square um, marquee, you know, I, I look at it this way. If, if it's a message that's got to get through. Until I've exhausted every means that I that I can, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm not a fan of of mailing radiograms, obviously, but um, if that's what it takes, you know, I'll do that. Um, Echolink serves a purpose, and it's another great item to have in your toolbox. It's nice to know how to use it and what you can do with it and what you can't do with it. Um, there are those who uh, think that it's uh, you know fake amateur radio or, or wannabe ham radio or whatever. But like anything else, uh, it does work, especially if you know how to use it and know when to use it. And um, of course, I, you know, I, I uh, think that you should use the official means first and, and use that as a last resort, not as, you know, as a first resort. But uh, if it means getting a message passed, uh, whatever it takes is how I feel. Well, and, and which is kind of the point of hooking K1FFK up to the Minuteman Repeater Association Network because they stop, I think, just east of Springfield. I think they stop. And when we're hooked up to them, we have Pittsfield, we have eastern New York, we have Saratoga, um, we have all this other you know, parts of Connecticut – um, parts of Vermont that all come in off K1FFK because K1FFK is up on top of Mount Greylock, which is 3,500 feet in the air. It's the highest mountain range in the state of Massachusetts. So we it's have the a size of the New York State. Of New we, York state yeah, we have a, we have a big footprint. Um, and my plan was I put into to W1HI to Joe, and I think I've talked to you about this. Is um, part of our plan for Aries is not only an HF plan where if spit hits the fan, um, and, and of course if the repeaters go down, then we're screwed as far as... <laughs> as, as, as far as using this network. But if it's a local thing here, and we have to pass messages out of, you know, locally, and, you know, my net's... Stop at four four thirty. Um, four fifteen is the last the last FRN. From about six o'clock onward, we have nothing, and then of course ten o'clock it's HHTN. So in NTS world, you have to dump the messages within twenty four hours. So my philosophy is we got you know if we miss the nets, we miss the HF nets. Um, we have this network between us and Boston to be able to get messages 
out that normally, unless, you know, we jump five different repeater systems um, to try to get them out. This way, it's a direct connect. Anybody that listens to us on K1FFK, they'll hear us in Nettick, they'll hear us in Boston, they'll hear us in Plymouth simultaneously. I think that's a little better than like, than like going from K1FFK to Mount Tom, from Mount Tom into, you know, whatever repeater system starts on the heavy hitters network. Let's also keep in mind this, you know, there, sometimes the band conditions are so bad that you can't pass a piece of traffic by HF. That's one of the ways where Echolink does fill the gap because as long as the internet's up, which, you know, let, let's be honest, when was the last time we really had a major crash of the internet? Uh, so if the internet is up, you can fill the gap if you have to. And um, so it, it it is nice to have, um, granted, if the internet ever does, I think if the internet does go down, we've got a lot more to worry about than, than uh, passing a piece of traffic because there's going to be bedlam in the streets for sure. <laughs> oh. Well, I can answer the last time that we've had a, we've had the internets go down. Um, Puerto Rico, Hurricane Maria, right. and September eleventh, two thousand and one. So those were crazy events. So, you know uh, so going going back to RRI because we know how NTS feels about it. We know how the ARRL feels about it. We know how some of the leadership uh, in the ARRL feels about this. What does RRI? say about you know passing traffic through Echolink and, I, and before you say do anything I want to remind everybody that we have a system in place for Aries called NBeams we have a thing in place called WinLink and what these are is the these can be used mostly over HF but WinLink you can use over the internet it's an internet internet email system and we have, and actually in the WinLink things there's the ICS forms so we're starting to use that in Aries um, but getting back to my question what is RRI you know saying you know in the world of 21st century amateur radio how are they feeling that Echolink fits into traffic handling um, RRI shares the same feeling that I have which is probably why I have the feeling that I have but they're there's their thought and our thought is is obviously use you know the traditional methods first and when you've exercised every you know thing available that's that, that's when you can rely on echolink but um, we do accept that it's there and we do it we do understand the the role that it serves but you know our first thought would be you know your local net or your uh, your regional net or your hf net or you know your WinLink or your digital network or whatever, and when all else fails, uh, Echolink would be used. It, the message has got to get through. That, that's the, you know, the, the, there's a funny saying that um, traffic handlers deliver, you know, so it, it, the message does have to get through at some point. Oh, you have a question. Yeah, I... Go for it. I Yes, I have a question. What all the... Are you going to throw me on the... <laughs> she she throws everybody under the bus. Maybe kind of sort of. I know. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. For all the nets that you have checked into, which one has been the furthest net you have ever hit? On on Echolink, I uh, I check into the uh, DFW 
Metroplex net, which is the Dallas Fort Worth area. They have two nets every night. Um, one is at a time when I have another net. So I only do the, uh, the late one, which is, uh, my time 1130 at night, their time is 1030 at night. And, um, they make me feel like I almost live in Texas. They, they welcome me every night. Um, uh, and, um, they, they're glad that I check in. They, they always, all their net control stations, thank me for checking in and, um, they're, they're glad that I'm there. So yeah, that, that's my farthest net that I've checked into for traffic handling. I've gone on to, uh, some other Echolink stations and, and talk to people in, in Germany and stuff like that. But I've been doing a lot of that with my DMR or D-Star. So Echolink, I primarily only use for traffic handling and, and traffic nets. So on a, on a different note, um, I know we're trying to get Aaron on the show and we've kind of emailed back and forth and hopefully we'll be hooked up here on the, uh, on the 13th next week to do a show. But don't hurt your brain. Uh, it, uh, so many things going on. The, the picnic on July 18th. In case anybody doesn't know, and I probably said this at the top of the hour, but I'll say it with you because I know you got your family reunion um, the same day yep. as, as our as our thing. But we're going to put the pressure on you live on the air here on WTBR. Turn on the radio and just think if I could be in two places at the same time. Well, you can because on on the phone we have you know we have tune in. You can hit listen now, <laughs> and you can hear us live on tune in. But um, so many things going on. What was I going? I, I missed. I actually missed my question. Uh, oh, one. How did the? Because uh, I know I passed a lot of this traffic between the astronauts up in SpaceX. How did that work out? And maybe you can kind of give us a little bit about what Aaron and kind of push it for him on his when, he, when we get him on the show. Um, what Aaron? Because I know Aaron's got this Google group things. Um, going on, so we have a little time if you want to fill us in on what's going on with Aaron and you and the SpaceX stuff and that Google Groups thing that, that somehow I got into. Aaron's got a lot of great stuff going. Uh, Kilo 8 Alpha Mike Hotel. He is the Northern Texas uh, traffic manager. Um, he was the one that, that started the um, radiograms to the astronauts. I think he ended up with about 65 and he said that there's going to be, obviously, he expects some late stragglers to come in. But he did send the, the uh, first shipment off to the, um, to the Space Center. And, uh, and they're going to get them eventually to Florida somehow. But, yeah, he did get, I think, 65. Um, he also does have the uh, NTS-IO groups, uh, which is something he started just as a little, you know, chit-chat type thing. Uh, we had a Zoom meeting. Um, I thought it would be a lot more people that showed up. We had, I think, about 15 people, um, Marsha and John and, uh, and Aaron and myself and some, of the, uh, some other people across the country, uh, Dave Shepard down in Florida. So we had a uh, Chris in uh, W3CJD down in New Jersey. So we had a pretty good turnout. We talked for about an hour and tossed around some ideas. Um, we are looking at, uh, doing some online training. Uh, Aaron has been doing a ton of training and RRI is actually starting, um, starting July 1st, RRI is going to be doing weekly training, uh, as well. So there's, there's a ton of, of, of NTS training, uh, available right now. Um, again, uh, an amazing time to be a traffic handler because 
there's so much training and so much uh, activity going on. Um, but yeah, Aaron also started a trivia thing where uh, kind of he kind of took the idea a little bit from the uh, uh, trivia traffic that was already going, but he we uh, kind of fine tuned that for for the Texas area. And he also started a pen pal project where uh, he put out a request for pen pals all across the country and he's matched people up and it's basically um, it's being a pen pal by radiogram. So, you know, your first message should be something like, you know, hi, I'm James. Um, I love traffic handling. I've been a ham for 10 years. You know, what got, or 27 years in my case, but you know, what got you started or what, what do you like about ham radio or whatever? Again, you know, uh, fine tuning into that 25 word box that we have, you know, but just a, a nice little introduction, if you will. And then uh, we're also going to start a, a birthday anniversary type thing. So uh, Aaron's just got a, a ton of ideas and um, pretty nice guy but, and, and very easy to, uh, to talk to down to earth. Uh, you know, isn't one of these stuffy people like uh, we've seen, you know, down the road in, 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 in uh, traffic history lore is that there's been some stuffy people. Uh, Aaron is incredibly approachable and uh, open to just about anything. So uh, Aaron and I have become great friends uh, along the way. I love having you on. I love having you on the show because you take us right to the last second because we have about a minute left in the show. Um, any websites you want to put out? Any last minute things with about the last forty five seconds we have? Um, well, Aaron's website is kilo eight alpha hotel dot com, and Radio Relay International's website is radio hyphen relay dot org so romeo alpha delta india oscar hyphen romeo echo lima alpha yankee dot oscar romeo golf um on there like i said you'll find the uh, net directory they have traffic ops comp plans uh, about rri and we've also have a uh, national sos radio network as well as a neighborhood ham watch program uh, so trying to get um, everybody, not just hams involved, but um, so I, I could talk about that for a lot longer, but uh, people will just have to explore that on their own. Thanks so much, uh, Peter, as always, uh, and Jesse, as always. Um, great being with you, great working with you, uh, great being a ham, great being a traffic handler. Um, they say amateur radio is a hobby, but traffic handling is a commitment. All right, James, thanks for being here. We're right Thank at the end so of the much. show. So N1PZP in oh, half the time yeah. in New Hampshire and half the time in Florida. It makes me jealous. Um, we, will, <laughs> we will catch you on the radio at some point. And thanks for being here. You've been listening to Ham On. This is Peter. This is Jessica. And James. WTBR. WTBR-FM. Yeah. And we will say 73 and talk to you next week.